0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me Ashley McAllister and me Matthew Alley and uh, here let's jump into episode 50.
1: Oh my goodness. 50th anniversary, it's th- oh, so an episode, I know it's not anniversary.
0: Well, it's 50th celebrations. That's a milestone. The same as Glastonbury this year. Tickets oh, you just got.
1: i so excited. I'm so excited, so this is the first time I applied. No, I didn't get the tickets, but our group did, and so I'm going to Glastonbury next year for the 50th anniversary, which I'm so happy about. And one thing I'm really happy about is the fact that so many people I know haven't got tickets, because it makes it just feel even better. Wow. It really does, <laughs> like when I see like today, this is Sunday, and they had another sale of tickets this morning. And then you just see people posting like, what's happened? Why can't I get tickets? I'm like, ah, just amazing.
0: This is insight into Matt's personality.
1: Everyone will be like this though, still on it.
0: <laughs> I, I, like we were talking about it a minute ago. I couldn't think of anything worse. Really? Yeah.
1: I mean, like the groups of people and stuff, like it's, it's, it's obviously like tons and tons of people. No.
0: But. I'd just be so anxious the whole time. Anxious over what? Everything. I I just constantly want to go back to my tent and make sure that nobody had, like, defecated on my pillow or something. Well, that's not going to happen. Well, how'd you know? Why would people do that? Because people are off their face in all sorts of chemicals. Probably. Yeah, I'm not going
1: to be there because I'm a responsible young man course well, middle-aged man young <laughs> <laughs> um, now i'm really forward to it i can't wait and we're saying like because there's a group of us going but there's only me and um robbie who you know i was like no one else is gonna dress fancy but me and him have to go like straight coachella in what we're wearing so i can't wait to go on a full like um look for festival wear a bit of fringe i'll put maybe a little cropped up
0: oh I, i'm not quite sure what i know it, but i love the way robbie dresses up when he goes out He's yeah, just... yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll do the cool. same
1: like I think but Jordan and Adam won't
0: well you got those little gold pants didn't you
1: uh, oh I could wear those is that would be and I'll fit in them this time <laughs> <laughs> I should have fit in them by then yeah um, that's a goal yeah but things like that yeah yeah and yeah. have a really nice Just and, and I think there's some sort of cape thing like a sequin cape maybe not sequin if I've got the gold pants so you need to really be like I can't just go straight colour colour do you know what I mean can you not I mean but, fuck
0: it, it's Glastonbury
1: yeah, it's Gastonbury. I know it's not Coachella, but I'm not going to Coachella, so I'm going to I'll treat it as it is.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to try and be as fashionable as possible with your gold pants. Yeah. Well, I look forward to the posts in what, seven, eight, nine months? It's ages away, June the 24th or something. Oh, yeah, okay. 25th. So
1: it's a while away, but yeah, next year's a big year.
0: I always think it's in Glastonbury. It wasn't this year, though, but I always thought Glastonbury was the same weekend as Pride, but it wasn't this year, to be fair, so.
1: No, it's something else that's always the same weekend of Pride that people go crazy about. I can't remember what it
0: is. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. So I got Wicked. Yeah. So, yes, Glastonbury's 50 years next year, and the tickets for fifty for the 50th year today, Sunday, so you got your tickets on Thursday, like one of those coach tickets, and yeah, the rest went and then we're also recording our 50th episode, 50th episode today. And it's just as monumental? It's probably slightly more. Yeah, I think so. Because, you know, why not? i mean i genuinely can't think of a reason why we're not as important as glastonbury
1: not at all beyonce's been here elton john's been here stevie
0: wonder's been here i mean we're the same yeah i mean yeah i'm looking forward to um this episode well let's jump in how was your week it's been busy again we had the quiz didn't we on monday None of us yeah, won this time for no. the first time. I felt so Completely. depressed afterwards because my team had won two weeks in a row when I was on a high. I was like, eh. And then we were going through the quiz and I was just like... It was really hard. Um, we beat you though. And we, we beat John, did, uh, which is good. Yeah. There's so many so many things, but even like not that they would make a difference, but like I felt bad because I put the question. I was like, no, I know I'm getting tricked here in my head. Change it to this. Whenever we are, whenever, that, whenever the answer was werewolf and I changed it to vampire.
1: Yeah, and I got the Werewolf one. Yeah. But there's one that I should have got that I never said, which is the, the Halle Berry one. Yeah. But anyway.
0: You were going to remember some of the questions, weren't
1: you? Just ask them here to I was, happy. but then I didn't, so I can't, <laughs> unfortunately. But um, yeah, apart from that, it's been pretty good. We had a, my first rugby game of the season because we played last weekend, but I wasn't here. And we won that game, and then we played this weekend, and we lost, so that wasn't good. It was getting really pissed off. I got really aggy. I was screaming so much, so angry at my teammates. I was like, don't fucking do this. I was just, I was just on an absolute radio. So, yeah. So, I used all my energy and had a nap yesterday. Like, I pretty much just got home fell asleep at 9.30. Um, so, now I think I'm finally caught up and sleep. Good. Friday, we had an event at the Two Brewers. A rugby event called Steelers Drag Race. Um, where a number of the Kingshaw Steelers will dress up a drag and perform in, um, perform like in activities and stuff like that kind of like a mix between drag race and like America's Next Top Model kind of thing yeah so that's really good and I went there just to do my housemate's makeup and then the person who was supposed to be a judge had um, pulled out so then they asked me to be a judge I mean
0: you're a local celebrity thanks to Honest Pod
1: Um, 100% yeah, yeah. I, sh- I should have said that I didn't because I was going I to I was gonna message you saying you better plug the podcast <laughs> well, I did not really get to say much about other things apart from what I was saying but I could have said in the intro, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm co-hosted, of honest, the pod. I got one third of, like, Delicious, which is true. Oh, but and that, that don't even do anything anymore. Well, hey, look out for next year, uh, what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, we're all back. We're all back. We haven't seen each other all together yet, actually. Um, but, yeah, we're all back in one place. And I was on a judging panel with my housemate, Laura Norda, who won last year. And also, something Wong from RuPaul's Drag Race UK. yeah. yeah. Law and
0: Order, Laura Laura Order is a brilliant name.
1: Yeah, because he's a lawyer as well. So yeah, it's, that's a, it's such a good name. And it's kind of a take on. Um, originally, it was like a take on Legally Blonde. So he dressed up very much Elwood's. Oh, did he? Yeah, all in pink and very sassy, and had a little dog and stuff. So that was really good. Oh wow! So and then nasty. this year, he,
0: he explained last week that he was <clears throat> being promoted and a bit more sophisticated and down to earth. I mean, you know, he looked he looked part. Yeah, 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 he really looked good. like a congresswoman. Congresswoman in judge robes. Yeah, I don't know. What's the
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very different. I think one's a politician and one's a judge. Right. Um. Yeah. Judge Judy. You look
0: like Judge Judy.
1: Well, something one was originally a King Trust theatre about four or five years ago as well. Yep. And before that, so it's part of like the gay rugby sort of um, family. Yeah. Community. Yeah. So it's nice. It's nice to see someone do so well. Um. And we had the first episode, obviously, of UK Drag Race as well. Yeah. Did you watch it? I did.
0: I did watch it. Did you? I did. I didn't enjoy it. You didn't enjoy it? I just thought it was... I don't know. I mean, I... I did not not enjoy it. I just felt myself that I was forcing myself to watch it. You didn't watch... You didn't really watch don't Drag watch Race Be properly, Pop, though. No, so. I don't watch it anyway, so... I liked it. I
1: enjoyed it. It was interesting to see the difference between the American Drag Race and, and the UK one. And it's not like a huge amount of difference, but... I don't know. The... The drag is more old fashioned, as it were, you know, less looky, whereas
0: Americans are really into their looks now, isn't it? Yeah.
1: So, I, more like, comedy based. Yeah. They do.
0: It's a lot more slapstick. Yeah. Whilst the Americans is, I mean, you do get like comedic ones. Like I thought Bender, Bender the Creme, who I, I loved anyway, from the United States, she was a bit more comedic. Yeah. Like everything was just funny. But a lot of the ones in the States take it serious. Like. And they they go all out and all, but I just thought this one just wasn't as polished. Like the drag queens weren't as polished. If you were only used to seeing American, yeah, that's yeah. the thing, man. Like, the makeup skills aren't
1: anywhere near as good as like and, um, and the that, American ones and stuff.
0: Then, yeah, awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hush. Um, and then the names, bag of chips. I just thought the names were just. I don't know. <sighs> Back, they're just, again, a bit more slapstick. Whilst you've got... I can't think of... The um, bag
1: of chips has been around for a while. I don't really understand the name Vinegar Strokes. No. Someone was like, oh, God. And I was like, what is that reference to? I don't get it. I don't get it. Vinegar Strokes. No, I don't. No.
0: No. Uh, I, I did like when Something what Something Wong came out in the Bullring thing. I thought that looked amazing. Really? I thought it was the best. That's so strange, because
1: all it was was a gold brown dress with a nose ring and, and some big horns, which is okay,
0: but it wasn't, anyway, it was just, it was a dress with a bull. I mean, they were, compared to all the other ones who, like, one person came out and, like, pretty much like a, they'd gone to the zoo and got a tiger print sprayed on the face. It doesn't make sense why <clears throat> she
1: didn't do, like, a whole tiger thing, like, the whole body, like a, yeah. you know, a suit and come out like a tiger
0: yeah <clears throat> but just do a face and then come out with like an all-black pantsuit they had like something wrong. had the big bull horns that came out as well they were massive i'm not saying it was bad it wasn't amazing the best the stamp was amazing the stamp was really good yeah
1: i think she was robbed in that episode she should have won i didn't like um the, i didn't actually like the vivians either the outfits that she wore yeah. the vivian is the one who won it so she did the old queen with like the ducks and stuff Michelle Visage, that's them saying like, "Oh, is that your real nose? No, oh, your nose. That prosthetic is amazing." Uh, but they slagged her off for not wearing
0: heels. Yeah, and you know what? Ben well, was Pete, like, "Pete it, Burns one did did look good." To be fair,
1: I didn't get the reference because I don't really know Pete Burns. Oh, so well, they were like, "Oh, the boot's look exactly like something yeah, Pete Burns yeah. would wear," and I was like, mm-hmm. "You know, who Pete Burns." Does, I know who Pete Burns is. like he did um celebrity
0: round baby round, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and then he also was in Celebrity Big and then he died. Yeah, yeah, I seen him. I seen him in, in Zoo once years ago. He looked a mess. Well, no, nah. I thought it was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. I must admit, I have to say the guy who left, Gothie Kendall, Gothie Kendall, yeah. yeah, he didn't even try, in my opinion. What <laughs> he <laughs> said? He said it was nerves. I, she seemed really nervous. I thought. I think she seemed disengaged. I just think nervous. I think her natural demeanor
1: is quite not like the most enigmatic or vivacious but it's just you
0: know i wouldn't say engaged or disengaged i doubt i just whenever like they were doing their catwalk walks I was like <laughs> she was plodding
1: the lip sync was so bad so bad, <laughs> so, bad. <laughs> so, bad. <laughs> so bad oh god oh such a it was so bad and her makeup skills are really really good she's got one of the strongest makeup skills for sure but, but there's yeah. a straight guy in it i mean no it's not that this person's straight they just said they weren't gay. Oh. Oh. Now, yeah. I don't know whether this person's gay or straight or whatever, but yeah. in all fairness, he said, I'm not gay. I have a girlfriend. Right, okay. He does not mean. Fair. That they are straight. Fair.
0: That's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Walked right into that one, didn't I?
1: <laughs> he told me, like, that. I'm like, I'm good He's not gay. And I was like, well, you know, there's other things that just straight or yeah, gay the guys.
0: Spectrum is, the spectrum is wide um, open.
1: No, but I like I the episode. I'm looking forward to the season. What I found insane, though, is their prizes or prize. There's no cash prize. Oh, I didn't even pick up on that. Oh, my goodness. So, an American, they get, what, $100,000? Right. Right. And then they get, like, this, like, um, sometimes in the old days, they would get, like, a beauty campaign with this eye specs wear or something. They used to get
0: a, hot, a lifetime supply or a year supply of makeup um, from either. Oh, my goodness. My stomach is making I so I bet much. you that went on the... My stomach is making some weird noises, guys. I'm not even hungry. I don't know what it is. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> that, was, that was really long. As an inner burp. Mm. Um, but they get like some sort of like trip to Hollywood and the potential to be like do a pilot of their own show or some shit, some oh. internet show. It's really weird. That's what they get. Like no money. Yeah, no you think it'd offer a bit of a cash prize. I mean, there should be like 50 grand in it, surely. Like. <laughs> hundred thousand
0: dollars they get in the US. about uh, hundred the, the US is different. How? Why? Because it's. I don't know. I don't know. I when you when, Ru- when RuPaul's Drag Race started out in the US, it wasn't hundred grand as a price. It was money. twenty grand, I think, or ten grand or something. Like yeah, so I would expect something similar here in the. UK. No, but the
1: yeah, but the level of um, what's the word? marketing and and background and stuff is not the same as the very first drag race like they treat this one as if it's like just a follow-on you've Mm -hmm. seen ads everywhere you've been hearing about it for months they've Mm -hmm. got billboards everywhere in different parts of the world and the country and stuff like it's not like it's the first episode and no one knows or has heard of it to be honest you probably Uh, have the same number of people in the UK watching this one
0: than as the American one if not more yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I would. I wasn't expecting a hundred thousand. I wasn't expecting a hundred thousand grand. I would. I probably would expect you know twenty five k as a prize. But no cash prize. No cash prize. No shocking. makeup. Just a trip to Hollywood. Yeah.
1: Just that. Yeah. That's bad. That's yeah. bad. I think it's really bad. And then, like, even when they won the mini challenge, they got shit all. In the, the American one, you get you win a mini challenge, you get like a three day trip to Vegas or a, a 10,000 pounds, not right. just a wig. No, but you get like, you get like, <laughs> you get like a, a wig collection or something. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you get know, a like a custom made gown from yeah, something yeah, or other. Yeah.
0: Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And I was like, fuck yeah. me, I'm mean, on a budget. Do you think it's, because a lot of those people, like a lot of the people who sp- sponsor that are from the States. Like, so you'd have companies in the States saying, okay, I'll give you a gig or a, a gown, custom-made gown, for the, a winner. Cause you'll plug my thing. For me, there's just not that same opportunity here. and I don't think you're like, allowed to on the BBC. Maybe not. it's got something to do with that because yeah, it's
1: all advertising, isn't it really? I mean, RuPaul's Drag Race is pretty much just a big advertisement for yeah, everything, isn't it?
0: 45 minutes, especially it's a big advertisement for RuPaul.
1: Have you seen the, there's an episode, like the Hollis Lay one, the Christmas one? No. I mean. oh, fucking awful. And it is just one big ad for his album. Oh, it's so self-serving. It's a horrible episode.
0: It's just awful. And it's just a big advert. It's fucking awful. Well, yeah. Anyway, well, RuPaul's Drag Race UK season one started. I liked it. It would. Be, I, uh, I'll watch more. I want. I want to see how Something Wong gets on. Yeah. Um, nobody else really stood out for me except for one of the big nose,
1: the Vivian. Yeah. Whatever. I like the Vivian for sure. I was going to pick her to win originally, but I had to go with my hometown girl, Something Wong. Yeah. Well, not my hometown because she's from Birmingham, but <clears throat> you know. Speakers yeah. and all that jazz, and she's actually really good. Yeah, and you met her. Best friends, man. <laughs> best friends, but the same judging panel. Mm. like, oh, well done, blah blah blah. Mm. Same old, same old. Nice. Yeah, that was good.
0: good. Good her. How was your week? My week was pretty uneventful, if I'm if I'm honest. So it wasn't just
1: island then that made you like uneventful. It's literally just your life. No. <laughs> I thought it was Limavady that did this to you, but it turned out to everything. No, I,
0: I think here we're supposed, at work. We're just really busy. We're supposed to do something which we start this week. But then the production company brought it forward and wanted to do it a week early. Um, and then I just threw everything into the big old shitter pan. Um, so just work was just crazy, crazy, crazy busy. Uh, um, so yeah, just I, and by the time I'd finished, I was just tired. and like, like I was, I'm annoyed at myself. I haven't been able to go to the gym as much as I'd like to have gone to the gym. You're paying a lot for that. I am, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I also... I also don't like the gym I'm going to, uh which is a big thing. Um They're no Mickey, are they? Well they're not Mickey. But then like I've You went over
1: to him and said, Would you get coffee? And they're like, excuse me, what's your name? <laughs> 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 no, I just I need don't... someone you know me hang after this. Come we hang. And they were like, Listen, I've got like five other classes after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: well, I mean Mickey like Mickey is some sort of people are just tuned in, Mickey's my old gym coach from Ireland when I lived there and like one of my one of my best mates now, but uh when I did leave, like Mickey did, you said, you'll not get the same thing in London. And I didn't expect to get the same thing. But I just think the one I the one I signed up to, which I won't name, um, I go there because my housemates go there and they really enjoyed it. I know other people who go there and really enjoy it. It's so close to where I live. It's handy. But their approach to training is just not really what I think is good for CrossFit. And of course...
1: You are a great voice for the world of CrossFit, and understand, <laughs> All of the ins and outs of it.
0: Well, I mean, it's funny you say that, because I've sat down with members and I said, well, you know, for example, we do this, remember, we did this thing called The Open, do you remember? You know, so, oh, what well, you did? Yeah, so you do every, every, you sign up. One you compete in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it takes five weeks, you do something every week. Oh, my. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you've had some gluten. I have, I think I, I, well I know I have, I've not been very well this weekend. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Oh my goodness. I know. Um, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so the, the Open. So from about two months before the Open starts, a CrossFit gym would be sort of training their people in the movements that will come up in the Open. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know what they're going to be, like you don't know what the combination, but you know like in the Open you're going to get things like wall walls and thrusters and that type of shit. This gym doesn't, they're like, like I've been there, I've been going there for about a month and a bit now, and, and they're just, they don't seem that engaged with the Open, but they're also the type of gym where, to me, what I liked about CrossFit, and especially Mickey's approach to training, was you're pushed to do your best, they push you harder, this gym doesn't seem to do that, they sort of want to... Um, deliver more for the people who just want to go for a workout which to me is very different um, I know I'm never going to get to the game i never going to be an athlete but I want to be able to push myself week on week to get better at stuff so for example in in Mickey's gym and pretty much most CrossFit gyms what you'll do is you'll work on a movement until you can <clears throat> until you can get the movement better so for example you'll do ring rows which is just hanging off a ring feet on the ground and pull yourself up until you build the strength enough to be able to pull yourself up off a bar. Mm. but So in this gym, they program they program movements of like, oh, we want you to do 10 ring rows and then do this and this. And this. I'm like, well, shall I do 10 pull-ups? Because I can do pull-ups. No, no, we want everyone to do ring rows. We, won't, we don't want people to feel like they can't achieve stuff. And I'm like, you're holding people back instead. So it's just, it's a different sort of approach. And it works for some people. It just doesn't work for me yeah um so yeah and i've spoken to other people about it and like they don't do open gym like you're paying a lot of money but you just can't go in and say on a on a sunday when there's the, there's not a class yeah, and be like i want to use the gym um which i've spoken to the owner about and he goes well we don't really like to do that because if you wanted to come in and squat and we want to do squats and our programming on monday it means you won't you'll be doing squats two, time a week, two times a week two um, which, I, again, I don't agree with, because I might not be able to make Monday's class, but not be able to, I still want to be able to do my squats for the week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I don't agree with that. That um, I think is fair. Yeah. So anyway, I checked out another one. They seem like pretty cool. They seem pretty, like, I was supposed to go. They give me a free pass this this week, because work was so busy. I wasn't able to go. And the guy actually messaged me saying, Oi, you didn't come down this week. Um, you say you like to be pushed. You, you better, you know, pick your thing up. And I explained about work. He goes, all right, well... You explained about work or you made an excuse about work? Oh no, work was busy Ah. and he knew because I met him last week and I had to push him back the time to meet him because I was like, I'm still, this is like seven o'clock and I said, I've still not left work yet. I'm really sorry. So he knew my work was busy Um, and he said, look, I will, he said, you let me know when you're ready? I'll give you the free week pass Um, and then, yeah, and then he was like, don't leave it too long because I'll be kicking your ass if you don't. And that's that's the type of treat, that's what you want from a... Oh, I hate that sort of stuff. No, I like it. Oh my
1: goodness, because I agree with you, like I want to go and we start having it at work. And if I exercise myself for something, I never, I'm not the kind of person who pushes myself. Yeah. So it's really one thing, I'm exercising or pushing, especially with the weights and stuff, more than I ever have. So at the moment, I'll probably say I'm stronger than I've ever been. Inconsistent because we get this personal training of work. Mm. But if he's like, if he's like, pushing me in a way a certain way I'm like I'll get angry but I like, fuck off like I get really angry so he needs to cuddle me into it oh, okay. he needs to be a little bit softer and be like no, nah, you can do it oh you're doing really well and then I'm like hey I'm doing well kind of thing <laughs> 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 but uh... if he's like fucking you know if he's like listen you need to do two more I'm like hold on one second do not talk to me like that. I'll stop. I'll just drop it and be like, I'm not being spoken to that way. That's the kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so he, because he's tried, I could say, he's tried a couple of different approaches, and we started to figure out how best to do it. Because he's been like, you know, like Matt, do three more. You know, you're doing two more again. You're not working hard enough.
0: I'm like, woof. You need to keep it quiet. You do have a problem with authority, to be fair. I do, 100. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Whereas at least he's like, you know, what you're doing is really well. Now I think you can do two more. What can you do? And they like, I think I can do more. You know, and then he'll do stuff like, oh. You know how much do you think you can do? And I'm like, well, Sean sure. is like, should we try 150? Nah, let's do 120. And then I'm like, no, nah, we're doing 150. Oh, so yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he <four>, <laughs> all the time. He's like 100. You know, should we go for 10 or 12? Nah, let's just do eight. I'm like, no, I could do 12.
0: <laughs> God, he's got you good. He's got you well, good. That's what you need, isn't it? That's yeah, what You yeah, need, you do. you need somebody. I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> this guy he was like, no, I'll come out. You know, I'm not saying he been. He's probably not like that with everyone, but he's yeah. able to should Be able to read the personality of, um, but what I don't like about the Jim and Matt is first of all, I told you before the guy who took me the very first day shouted at me in the very first day because I didn't know where anything was, and that instantly <clears> put a <throat> dislike to me on him for me. Mm. Um, I said you should never shout at somebody, and especially not on the first day. And they basically, I was, I was taking my time trying to find something because I didn't know where it was, and he shouted at me, said, Hurry up! and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so i didn't like him from then mm. um and then i just i just i don't think the only contact i get from the gym is the automatic email that comes every week which is you know not personal anyway. i'm like i'm paying you a lot of money the least you could do is make an effort to understand maybe why i didn't come the three days last week like i said i would or do you know what i mean i don't know i just i don't like it so anyway i'm looking for a new gym so that's been a massive bummer for my week, not being able to work out. I don't think worked work worked out recently at all. I feel like I've been on weight. Yeah, you're not going to rugby training either. I haven't been to rugby either. <clears throat> uh, oh, I'm definitely going to rugby this Thursday. <laughs> definitely. I should. Okay. I'll, I'll pack... Oh, I'm... <sighs> the thing is, I'm sh- I'm filming stuff. by in Croydon. Oh, okay. so you're making explanations, no, I as they called. Oh, all the blah, excuses. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway... Let's jump into some things. Okay, you go first. No, no, no I always go first now. Uh, you talked about absolutely nothing last week, so you can go first. Okay. Well,
1: before that, even I wanted a bit of agony on Ash slash Big Mama Matt. Advice Okay Cause Right So At work There's someone that keeps hugging me Right We don't have a good relationship Because he's supposed to be someone who's managing me And then we've had like this conversation don't It's ever- not the hot guy either. No <laughs> <laughs> Although I found out that he's recently broken up with his boyfriend Cause I said before in this relationship oh. And then yeah um, Nicola was like Oh no no he's gonna kind of- They're broken up again I was like oh Anyway <clears throat> Um so this person's supposed to be my manager, but he's not really my manager. So we've had conversations over the past couple of months. You know, all of this is like almost irrelevant, but also relevant to how I feel. But really, it's a professional environment. I don't go around hugging and kissing people at work. It's not uh-huh. the kind of, I've never been that kind of person. Um, so, you know, I say hello. Yeah. You know, that's what I do. I don't go hugging every single person uh-huh. unless they're really fit. Or uh-huh. <laughs> my, fr- my friends. You know yeah. all my my friends, you know. Speaking of people at work. We don't have the best relationship anyway. So, like, he's facing my manager. He's not doing really well with that. So, a couple of weeks ago, I, I, I was like, I need to have a conversation with you. Basically sat him down and said, like, I'm not happy with this, what's going on at the moment. You know, We still don't do the things that you've committed to saying you'll do. I don't need you for these many things. But then you'll, you know, I don't believe that you're doing parts of your job well. And it's affected my work now. Before, it didn't affect my work. We ended it. Anyway, he gave me a hug. I was like, okay, great. He gave me a kiss on the cheek. I was like, oh, God. Now, since then he's like i'm glad we had this chat he keeps hugging me and kissing me i'm like oh my goodness like i find it really uncomfortable i find it uncomfortable because i don't do that anyway um i don't like i feel like i'm being fake because i'm not saying anything I like it. it makes me cringe it mm. makes me really uncomfortable when do you he hug was, him back well he comes in and hugs me and kisses me on the cheek
0: yeah but do you put your arms back around him and hug him back I do like one hand. Like well, maybe thing. don't do that for a start because so then just standing with my arms. Yeah, well, the side. of course, and you'll be uncomfortable. But then he'll be more uncomfortable. You're like, oh, wait a minute, I'm not going to back.
1: He'll pick up on it. Well, he's going more no because like him and many other people, what they do is when I tend to be more distant, right? Because I'll get in my ways or in my feelings or something. People tend to like instead of like react the way that most people I've seen react to it is they try even harder, mm. and then it's always been this constant chase. But then it's not the way that I like to deal with things anyway. But I'm like, can I say to someone who's supposed to be our manager? Well, not can I don't know. I'm like. I need to say to him, like, Can can you please stop hugging me and kissing me? Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I'm like, how am just... I When is the I, right time to do that? Because then the other day he came yeah. into work, did the same thing and I was like, fuck. Is this not... did I miss opportunity?
0: Does he up with Did she hug everyone else or
1: At the moment it seems to be in this weird hugging phase where he's hugging everyone I was like, Stacey I said said <laughs> to, to one of my colleagues, like, Is this happening to you as well? And she was like, Yeah. And she's even worse. She doesn't touch anyone. We're really good friends. And then there's like three of us used to be friends and I would hug my friend. We'd hug each other, but she wouldn't hug us. Even though we're all meeting, three of us would meet because she just doesn't, which is fine. But yeah, it just seems to be in this like phase where it's just like, could, I don't know. And I find it really fake. Yeah. So I need to tell him, but I don't know how. What do I do?
0: Um. Oh, fuck. I wouldn't. I To me, it's not something I would say... You should say unless it gets out of order. Really? Yeah, but I'm not saying don't do anything. I'm saying like when he comes in for a smooch or a kiss on the cheek or whatever he does, step away. I'd be like, whoa. Or get get it for the hand if he comes with the hug. Be like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but you know, you know, you have to unless you're calm. I wouldn't be comfortable going to somebody. To, Why are you hugging me? Especially because by the sounds of it, they've been doing it for a bit of time now. They weren't doing it before because our relationship wasn't there. Yeah. And
1: then he got into the same way, he kept on rubbing my shoulders. Oh my God. And I was like, ah, oh, this is really uncomfortable. Is he hot? No. Oh, okay. Not at all. But he was doing it because, like, again, when people know, because I can't hide my face, he knows, we all know that this situation is not comfortable. So then, you know, he just, just, like, touched my shoulders, he goes by, I'm like, whatever. And then we had this conversation after he was like, can we have a hug? And I was like, okay. Right, so after a big emotional conversation, I just told you I do not see you as my manager and I think you're really underperforming in your role. Um, and then we have a hug. Now, ever since then, he's been hugging me. Oh, my God. And he's still doing really poor in his job. So because I'm really bad, right? I can't separate like my personal feelings plus my, like, my professional feelings. Same with like rugby for something. If someone's mm. really bad at rugby, I find it really hard to engage with them in conversation because I'm like... I've seen you just play, ruin our game, and now you want me to go and like, be friends with you or something, which is my bad. Mm-hmm. But at work as well, like you know, I should be able to separate it, but it's really hard because I don't like the way they work, so it affects me personally. Um, so Do you only... think I should be passive aggressive? Oh, well, I... how many how many times a day does hug you? Once when I see him. All right. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean,
0: it's not, it's not a situation I've ever had to be in. It's really bad that someone would just force themselves upon you. It is bad, but I would have nipped it in the bud the very first start. I wouldn't have been like, I would have been like oh, sorry. But I wouldn't have let it happen. Like, For how long has it happened now? How, uh, a couple of weeks. How yeah. would you not let it happen? I, 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 well, I don't know. I, I think most normal people just don't go up and hug their colleagues that they don't know that well. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but if somebody came up to me and hugged me, like, for example, I went to work now, and somebody who... <sighs> it's a bit different. We've, known, we've worked together for years. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know. Somebody I didn't like came up. With, I don't know. I just don't, I can't process how I wouldn't have said something the first time it happened.
1: I didn't think it would happen again. And then, because it happened that time, I was like, "Okay, fine. We just had this big conversation."
0: All right. Well, have a, have another conversation with him. Make a joke out of it if you want, but I don't know. I mean, wow, you're really bad at giving advice. I'm not. really, No, <laughs> I'm just saying you don't like. I told you what to do. What passive aggressive. Of course, you're passive aggressive. You, you know, you, you said you're going to find it hard to have the conversation with him. No, the question was, how do I have the conversation with him? Well, then have a conversation with him.
1: You're awful this. This is now over. I'm going to ask people that aren't you. This has just shown that when we give advice, I'm the one who gives reasonable advice, and you just come up with some ridiculous statements
0: of unhelpful information. No, I just, you get yourself in a situation that's really awkward. I would never have let that happen. Myself in the situation. Well, you just said this guy hugged you, and I was like, okay, after the meeting, and then all of a sudden he's now hugging you every single day, and I'm like, I would have nipped that in the bud from day one. I'd be like, no, you do not. No, you didn't say that you did. You said you'll put your hand in front or like turn your face. I literally just said about a minute ago I would have nipped this in the bud from day one, and you said I didn't think it would happen after that day. Well, in all fairness, that's not the advice I'm asking for. Right. What I'm saying now is what I would do is I would if it's annoying me that much I would take a step back when he goes to hug me. I, mean, I need like, to say something like I just I need to he'll pick something. up on it then you have to say something and just be like look I'm really sorry but I'm not a hugger I'm sorry I don't know you well enough to hug you I don't then say it to him I mean it's an awkward conversation because he's your boss and he's been hugging you now for like three weeks a kiss on the cheek you know man no I don't it's a professional when, environment when I came into the door today I mean we kissed kiss you on the cheek yes yes you did no we we were air kiss no oh, okay Yeah. Yeah. His lips touch like...
1: Not even like cheek cheek. Fuck off. Like, come on. (laughs) Oh! It's weird. I did that the other day. Because the reason why I say it is because he knows that I'm I'm not a fan of it. And he's trying really hard. Oh. That's how he's trying to build a relationship. And I'm like, listen, the only way you can build a relationship is if you do your job well. Or, possibly Just stop
0: failing completely at your job. Cool. Alright, well let's move on. Good luck with that. Um... (laughs) what's your issue that's my issue I don't want to talk about anything else no you want to talk about the thing it's a good article okay
1: um, I just got a message from oh god work it's, oh. <laughs> so annoying stay focused <clears throat> alright so, uh, at the moment, we know it's the Rugby World Cup in Japan. Okay. England are doing well. Ireland, not so much. Uh, they're not doing badly. Just,
0: <laughs> just lost to even a really good team by the time. Yeah. Um, uh.
1: It's going to be really exciting, actually, uh, the result of that, because Japan, Scotland, Ireland can't all go through. No. Um, so that's going to be next Sunday is going to be sick. Um, and there's New Zealand, the All Blacks who for the past forever have been the best team in the world and like the forefront of like rugby in the world. And they've got a player called TJ Paranara, um, who is a scrum huff for the All Blacks. And he's always been, um, well, he, he made a statement recently in article basically saying that, um, he thinks New Zealand is ready for... Well, the question was, "Do you think New Zealand's ready for a gay all that?" And he said, "Absolutely, we're ready for anyone who's part of the LGBTQ. LG, oh my goodness, sorry, LGBTQ. Oh,
0: LGBTQ. Why was saying I A L G B. I can't even say now. LGBTQ. What plus. was saying okay. Q? Yeah,
1: Q T plus they put it here as um, that um community. Anyone that's you know sort of part of the queer community in general." Um and that he believes that they'll be supported in New Zealand in, in particular, not saying around the world necessarily, but that all blacks would support them and he has always been an advocate for um rights for others. So like the New Zealand Falcons are the New Zealand um gay rugby team and he's fundraised for them. He's worn the rainbow laces to represent um our community and asked his team members, teammates to do it, and they've always been open to it as well. He's always been the forefront. He said that he's got you know, family members that have helped support it, who are part of the community, and it's really important for him. And even if they weren't part of the community, he would still be advocating for other people's rights. Um, so he said, at the moment, there's no openly gay person that represents the national side, but he welcomes anyone to be a part of the All Blacks. Um, he says, our job is to make sure that people from all communities feel comfortable enough to aspire to want to be an All Black. So I would hope that if anyone from the LGBTQIA community became non-black, they would feel accepted and wanted in the environment. And this is in um, a newspaper called The Express in New Zealand. Um, so that was the first bit. And I thought, well, that's really amazing because rugby, I think, continues to be progressive and stand out amongst other sports 100%. for being accepting. And when you've got people that are literally at the top, at the pinnacle of the sport, mm-hmm. standing up for other people, even when they're not part of the community necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've spoken about it before, but it really takes, for anyone, for
0: any sort of real movement, it takes people outside of the community. Yeah. to. David, David Pocock did the same for Australia. He's an Australian rugby player. <clears throat> um, he refused to marry his wife um, until gay marriage was mm-hmm. accepted. And yeah, like another great like a rugby player again who strayed outside the outside the lgbtq family but caring off about it to make it a big deal
1: so. yeah um so no yeah, i just wanted to point that out really and i thought that was amazing so you can give a little read it's on the new zealand herald which is a paper and um, he was vocal so he said he's also a vocal critic of israel falau who he's spoken about loads mm-hmm. so i'm not going to go into it about the fact of what happened but he says that he wants to see love in the game and said that falau's attitude didn't represent that at all mm-hmm. so there's no justification for his harmful comments no. But then, um, looking at it today, there um, is a person who said that DJ Paranero should keep his comments to himself, said, so the broadcaster called Sean Blunkett said that the All Blacks halfback was woke. You know the word woke? Mm. so So um, he said that, let me find it. He said, you're getting a little woke for me, TJ. It's making me go off of you a bit. So this is on Magic Talk Radio. Um, There's probably already been a gay or black. They were just in the closet. But TJ Paranera, geez, you are the best sub-halfback, in some ways I'd say the best halfback, in rugby today. You do not need to be woke. Whether or not there is a gay or black will come. Whether or not you approve it or not has got nothing to do with anything. I'm far more interested in Sevilla's glasses than your views on gayness, social justice or climate change. TJ, you are a rugby player. So you passed the ball very well, but I'm not interested in your views
0: on all these things, all these other things. I mean, what, I mean, I guess he's assuming that because he's some sort of, what, what's he do? This person? Yeah, he's a... He's just a, like a radio show pundit sort of thing. So he, because he, he, that's his job, he's allowed to have a voice, but because somebody else's job isn't on the radio, they're not allowed to have a voice. That just seems insane. I think anyone who's who has influence and... Hundred percent. Kids and more others than they should. It's just it goes. It just comes out whenever somebody has an opinion that goes against yours. Like a lot of people slag off like Mel Street whenever she changes something into a political speech. It's like, well, why can't she? She's allowed to have her opinions. That's her moment to talk about whatever she wants. She, she should be able to do whatever she wants. Absolutely, they're not just just a profession. People have different aspects to. Who they are yeah. Um, different belief systems. They vote like everyone else. They have mm. you know the same as yeah. Just because you present a radio show doesn't mean that.
1: You're the only one allowed to give your opinion. And I did look, though, to see, like, about him online. It wasn't too much, to be honest, but he didn't seem to be a particularly conservative or closed-off person. And In fact, in there, he doesn't say anything like, oh, well, there'll never be, a, you know, yeah. an out-person and stuff. He just seems to have an issue with the fact that, as a professional athlete, he should just stick to that. Um, it reminded me of a story, actually, that happened a couple of years ago. In So I've said before that I'm a big fan of the NBA, like basketball. mm mm-hmm. um, What's that face for? No joking. No joking. <laughs> um and there's a basketball player called LeBron James. And he I know LeBron James. No, you don't. I've said his name before probably. He is
0: he is going to be in the sequel to Space Jam.
1: He created it. Space Jam. His company is doing the sequel. And he's in it as well. Yeah, but he didn't create Space Jam. No, the sequel he's in.
0: Yeah, but yeah. yeah so that's so a, he will be, yeah. yeah. And Space Jam most... is a
1: brilliant film. Yeah. That's all I know about basketball. Space Jam is a great film. This one, I, imag- I can't imagine if it will be or not, to be honest. Um, I've, I've seen him act in some things. And I don't know if he's a great actor, but then you don't need to be for that kind of film.
0: Yeah, none of the other... <coughs>
1: Michael... Well, Michael... Michael and... Jordan wasn't great in it. He wasn't great, but it was fun. Do you know what I mean? Well, actually, that... so, there are some comparisons because Michael Jordan is the greatest player ever, mm. in most of his
0: opinion. But Le- LeBron James is a great player now.
1: LeBron James is arguably the greatest player in the world as well so this is the debate between yeah, both yeah. so he's he's also the most um, influential athlete in America yeah, right yeah. across all of the major sports as well so not just basketball but they've got big sports there he's he's been very open about political views and things like that and openly critical of Trump yeah you know um, as an African American athlete he doesn't approve of Donald Trump yeah and then Fox News you know Fox News is quite um, yeah Republican and very right wing and stuff. Um so there was a someone in there called Laura Ingram and she basically said like he needs to just shut up and dribble and that oh. we don't want to hear athletes open up their mouths, that's not what they get paid a hundred million dollars for. And he's and then he started a campaign called Not Just an Athlete. Yeah. Um Yeah. I'm, I'm more than an athlete, pardon me. Yeah, I've seen that. Company. Yeah. And it just reminded me that really that, you know Yes, these professional athletes are athletes and we are there to be entertained for sure. And it's, they can do amazing things and, and that's great. But they are people with backgrounds and opinions and, you know, in his instance, in, in LeBron James, you know, he grew up very, very poor and is now, you know, going to be a billionaire. Yeah. But experienced a lot of things growing up and in his environment and he should speak up for other people. He started, because if he was just more, you know, just an athlete kind of thing, he started off for school, um... In the US, in Cleveland, Mm. his home state, in in Ohio, pardon me, in his home state, uh, so that people can go to it and they get really high education and stuff like that, but they don't need to pay for it and they will get scholarships and stuff. And he's an athlete, but he's trying to influence others with what he can do. And I just think that athletes aren't just athletes in that respect. Mm. So I just reminded me of that really, because I was like, well, um, I'm happy if someone speaks out for a community that they're a part of. And even better, if they're not a part of it and they're still putting themselves out there and supporting.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, Yeah, I mean, when it comes to the future of rugby or any sport, I look forward to any LGBT um, athlete who comes out and Mm. basically just makes it more exciting. I just don't like the thought of somebody having to hide who they are be miserable, because I, when I think of gay, when I think of um gay athletes, I always think of and I'll never pronounce his name, Justin, the footballer, Justin. Fascinating. fashion yeah, because that was a, such a sad story. Um, I'm going. This is going back nineties. In the nineties, was it? I don't know. It's the nineties, yeah. like yeah. one of the first footballers who came out as gay and then ended up killing himself or mm. some thing that happened in America. But it was just. Yeah, such a sad story. That's what I think about, and I just think we need better stories than that to come out and make people inspire people. So yeah, no, thank you very much, mm-hmm. um, all the athletes out there who are advocating for um for us, and we do our part as well. <laughs> do we? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We do this. This is pretty cool. A lot of people are impressed whenever I say I oh, do podcasts. podcast like, oh, it's really cool. Yeah. yeah, we listen. They're
1: like, oh, man. No. No. <laughs> we don't listen, but I think it's yeah, quite yeah, good It sounds really
0: good,
1: you know. Um, yeah, cool. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, we're going to do another little um, agony situation. but This one came in from the website. Uh, so we've got a listener. Um, his name is Owen. And he messaged that, I've been listening to your podcast for a good while now and I've been meaning to reach out to you guys that you know how much I enjoy listening. I usually listen on the train and to work. It's great to feel that you're just listening listening in on a chat between two mates and the things you guys chat about are varied and, varied and interesting too. There, there have been loads of topics I've enjoyed over the last year, so it's hard to pick a favourite one, but sometimes I just listen and laugh out loud at what you guys are saying to each other. I was off work over the summer with stress, so I've been catching up on a few episodes I've missed and I've really enjoyed listening to your advice about work and dealing with people trying to get, on, get you down. Um, like Ash, I've just changed jobs and I have a question for you guys. How would you go about telling people you're gay at work? Just just let it come up. Oh, sorry. Just let it come up. Try to bring it into a conversation or avoid it. I'm usually open and honest with people if they ask. I'm also civil partnered, so I wear a ring and people just ask about my wife and kids. I had a problem in previous jobs with a team member being uncomfortable with me being gay and, in inverted commas, scared to approach me at my desk. I'm the least scary person you could meet. My boss at the time had no idea how to handle it. And when I tried to have a chat about what to do, he suggested I should try to be, I should try to understand cultural differences. So it made me, so it's just made me hesitant to say the least. What do you think? Anyways, thanks for all the podcasting. Over to Matt.
1: I think there's a few things in there for sure. Um... From my experience of coming out of work, which is actually quite unfortunate, because I was talking about this with Adam before, and, and you started a new job, and it's quite interesting that everywhere you start, you have to come out, isn't it? Yeah. Which is like, you know, why? Why? Do it, every it, it's a weird pressure that you know that you're gonna have to have this conversation when you go to a new environment, whether it's work or something. So then it will come up, you know, and that's it. And I think that's a bit frustrating in, in some respects, and you know it's annoying that you have to come out everywhere you go for, you know, you think you're done with it when yeah. you come out to your family and stuff, but actually
0: you need to do it everywhere. Yeah. Which is really unfortunate. Um, <clears throat> the situation came up, with my work this week, we were reviewing some things of, you know, Jesse Lingard.
1: The footballer, yeah. Yeah,
0: the footballer, yeah. Um, and the the two women I'm working on this project with were saying, do you know what? I think Jesse Lingard's really hot. And they kept looking at this footage of him and, um, they're like, sorry, Ash, we're probably really boring you. And I, I didn't say anything. I wasn't going to say, well, no, actually, I'm actually really enjoying this as well. But I was just like, no, it's fine. I don't, I don't care. Um,
1: how have you, how have you dealt with it? Because I feel like in the past you've been like, well, you've kind of not been immediately open about your sexuality when you join work. I feel like that's the conversation we've had.
0: I, I don't come in and I go, hey, I'm actually I'm gay. But I also, I, I wait till it's brought up. I don't bring it into a conversation. I, for example, if somebody says, oh, what, what are you doing? Do you have a girlfriend? I'm like, oh, no, I'm single, but it would be a boyfriend. Um, or I, when I was in a relationship before, it was like, what are you You and your girlfriend doing this weekend? Um, I'm like, well, me and my boyfriend are doing this. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't, it, I'm, work in private is two different things. Mm. And I like to keep them separate. So, unless, unless I'm in a conversation where I have to tell somebody, I won't bother because it's not their business. Like, plus, in my industry, like, I, the type of jobs I'm in, I'm not, like, I'm only like, I'm in this contract for seven weeks. Like in seven weeks, I'm not, I don't care if they know or not. Like, it doesn't affect me. So, but yeah. Because I'm not I'm upset, actually. So, I make a point of sort of saying something
1: relatively early on. Um so like in a convers if we're having a conversation, I'd be like, Oh my ex boyfriend or oh, I play for a gay rugby team or something like that. So like, in my head I'm like, I don't want any of that sort of conversation or you know, misunderstanding or something with someone mm. would
0: be like, Oh, you know, have you got a girlfriend or, you know, who do you live with? Yeah. I kinda of wanna just move that out of the situation. I sort I sort of I was at the point because I go through many a new job when I'm freelancing. Um I always felt like it was my duty to get something in there so that people understood or you don't. But then I thought, well, it's not my responsibility to do that. Like you shouldn't just assume I'm straight, or you shouldn't just, you know, you should, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know anything about me, and you should be conscious you don't know anything about me, so don't make, make don't make assumptions. And it's not my it's not my duty to make you feel comfortable.
1: I know I don't want to have like, oh, your girlfriend. Oh no, no, it's not my girlfriend. <gasps> you know, like you know, gasp. <laughs> yeah, like the whole conversation. Like, I just can't be doing with that. So I'd rather just get it out there. You know, um, and. I, I think sometimes in some situations, yeah, people don't generally assume straight away that I'm gay all the time. Mm. Unless they hear me speak or see my hands. <laughs> <laughs> see, no, the thing is, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. nobody thinks I'm gay at all. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you, you think you're masked for some
0: reason. Well, I, um, I, I, I don't think you You literally masked. write that
1: on like profiles. Um, I don't think I'm masked.
0: I think I'm me.
1: I'm in this me. situation. And it's unfortunate that you've had, in this day and age, it's unfortunate that you have people that feel uncomfortable. Um, because yeah. I can not even imagine it and I'd, I'd be interested to see what environment that um, the listener works in but I, I think you have to be quite open and honest and I think the ring is a good way of you know saying straight away actually I've, you know I'm in a civil par- partnership
0: right so Matt and I this, e- this email came through earlier in the week and Matt and I I asked Matt do you want me to go back and ask anything and you're like no you think you have enough well I, sort of, I think with these situations I think we need to go off what we're given yeah I'm glad I went back and asked I basically went back and asked what sort of industry do you work in uh, and whereabouts do you live? So uh, he works in tech software and he's from Northern Ireland. So this is a whole different game changer. Because in Northern Ireland, you you've, one of the biggest political parties are openly homophobic. So it's a whole different aspect of how you approach a situation. And the reason why I wanted to know what sort of industry you work in is because I, I want to know what sort of job market there is like what other aspects or what what are your options presented here Mm. because i couldn't work in some if somebody said somebody said to me i'm uncomfortable because you're gay i don't want to put you and then my boss didn't have my back yeah i'd be like i'm not working here well that's what i'm saying i think it's the same situation everywhere though it is the same situation but if you're in a a excluded community and you have a relationship you're married and you have to take other people's it's easy for me who's single to say I'll move wherever I want. I can do that. But if I'm in a partner, I don't have that sort of luxury. You have to take your factor two people's lives. Um, so that's why I wanted to have a bit more information so I could make a more rounded approach. Um, I don't know personally what the software industry or tech industry is like in Northern Ireland, but I can understand a bit more, not justify a bit more, but I can understand a bit more where he's coming from in the sense of he's had to deal with people who are indirectly homophobic um or flat out homophobic um i'm lucky enough to come from the same countries as, as this guy but never have experienced it uh but that's not to say it doesn't happen um so i would say i mean it's up to you you shouldn't you know you, first of all in my head the if i was in the situation the first thing i'd recall in my head I'm protected by law so I can be openly gay at work and they can't they can't fire me for that um, if you feel like you're in a hostile situation where you might run the risk I'd be like making copies of every single thing that was going on so that when I did leave or got fired or whatever happened I'd have the receipts to go to the lawyer and say hey I just got fired from this company because of they broke the law because of this um, uh, yeah
1: but I just think if you're wearing, a, a you know,
0: a band on your finger, mm-hmm.
1: that is an open statement that you're in a committed relationship,
0: right? Yeah. So then you run the risk of being asked about that relationship. You do. But you also remember in Northern Ireland, it's not legal to be gay married. It's your civil partner. So, you know, it, the reason why it's, it seems sex marriage isn't legal there is because it's still a contentious issue.
1: But if you don't want to be asked about being in a long term, a committed relationship, uh-huh. Would you take the ring off? Of course not. It's my ring. I'll keep it on. So then, if I'm choosing to put it on, knowing that the ring will bring up those questions, would you not need to be open about that and respond with, uh, I'm in a civil partnership with a man? Um, you don't have to. Well, then, this is when... So this is where, like, I would struggle because then, then I'd need to lie.
0: you have to lie. you just say, I don't want to talk about this. And then, even then, that's still contentious because you're holding the magnifying glass over the situation who me no you would be if you, you say i don't want to talk about this people yeah like don't you talk about it yeah and it yeah. becomes
1: a thing when it doesn't need yeah. to be a thing i think you should be afraid of how people are responding especially say in the situation before where someone was uncomfortable about it and mm. the manager had said you know maybe you should understand this other person and i think that's right to an extent although the manager should still support you openly and i'm not saying an announcement to everyone but say, you know, people do come from different backgrounds, but also if they're doing anything to you, you should let me know about it kind of
0: thing, you know? Um, I think the word they use is they were scared to approach him at his desk. That I wouldn't care about personally. I don't, yeah, don't care about that. That's if their, someone didn't want to come up, that's their business. If that's they're no homophobic, problem. that's their business. Like yeah. I couldn't even, uh, that wouldn't even register. Easier said than done. Like easier to <clears> not take that personally, but do not care. You're there. Work is work. Get Get your job done. I mean as a, as a gay person I think in every situation
1: not that it's happened to me in, in London and I'm, you know like you said i in that situation but if someone suddenly said like I feel really uncomfortable in fact I remember when I was this is a long time ago one of my friends at the time had said you know I was quite uncomfortable for a while I was like you know when I found out that you
0: were gay I was like that's your business yeah like <clears throat> there's nothing I, think, I can do about that. but I think what's great these days is we have a lot more gay representation so people are getting a bit more <clears throat> It's horrible to say but people are getting used to people being around so it is good and I do think things are changing
1: for the better if um, I'm responding to this question maybe we have different views on it but I just think you just have to be open about it now you may not need to go and say like oh to everyone I like to drop it in because I don't want these things to happen about girlfriends boyfriends mm-hmm. this that and the other so I just, just let you know now like this is the situation
0: but if someone asks me about a wedding band that I'm wearing then fair enough yeah I think my in this situation, as you start, if you're starting a new job or you just started a new job, uh, I'd I'd probably follow your advice in this because I don't work permanently. So I, you know, it's totally different. I think if I did work permanently, I'd probably be bringing up in conversations, get out of the way because in my head, I'm leaving this company in yeah, yeah. seven weeks. So no, I, I, can, I agree with you in your situation. Yeah, but no, if I've got a new job, I'm full time employed. There. Yeah, you're going to be there for indefinite amount of time. And I'm not saying day one, but you can't but,
1: hold, you can't think about this previous job. Not your client, you shouldn't think about this previous workplace and how people felt there going forward and yeah. let that prevent you from being open and true and honest with, about yourself to other people. Of course not. Because if you say you don't open up about it, mm-hmm. then people aren't going to get to know the real you. On some level, they'll never truly know who you are. Yeah. Right? yeah. They'll never get to experience you with your family, with the people that are important to you. There will always be a certain level of holding things back. Right. Yeah. Even if it's not a lie, you feel like you've got a secret, in a sense. Yeah, it's almost like you're going back in the closet. Right. And that's not what we want. You're wearing this band for a reason. Be proud of it. And it's not about going there and saying to everyone. And it's good. You know, you tell one or two people, they're going to start telling others. Let them then deal with it. Just tell yeah. the people that you work directly with. Eventually, people will know. And if they don't, and you know, but if someone yeah. reacts negatively to it in life, in work and stuff, that's their business, not yours. Yeah. Unless they start hitting you. Yeah.
0: Then you know. And you go, then you got then you got the law on your side. Yeah, then then paying any mind. I would say like on a Friday afternoon or whatever, just ask people what to do for the weekend and you'd be like, Oh me and my husband or me and my I would still say husband in the northern Ireland, I don't care about the law, but um they're not gonna arrest you for saying husband. But me and my husband are I don't know, taking the dog to the park or me and my husband are going to Ikea to get some yeah lamp or whatever. I think so. Yeah, We're ask, going
1: to a gay club in a harness and being chained upside down and fucked with a dildo. Yeah, I mean, That's what we do. What about that's you? what we do. What about you? <laughs> Where the kids are, you? Going to the pool. No. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Cleaning the house
0: again. Yeah. 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 Um, similar weekends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, good luck. Good luck. Good luck, Owen. Um, Thank you for writing in. Um, yeah. You've got to go for it. You have to say it. Yeah, 100%. So. 100%. You shouldn't be ashamed of who you are or feel like you need to hold something back uh, at work you spend a lot of time at work it's good that you feel comfortable there um and i would think if i was in your position and actively holding something back out of fear i would probably not be able to perform at my best because mm. i'd be too busy watching i don't slip up um, and i think if you're getting paid to do a job you should be able to be performing at your best
1: absolutely and so. again if you're wearing that wedding band you're not doing it for any reason probably that you want other people to see it in a good way. I don't mean it in a, uh, an outrageous way. I mean, you're wearing it because it's a symbol of your relationship to others. That's what it is. That's what and people, that's what people yeah, that's what, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And unless you're in danger or fear for something, then, you know, follow through with it as difficult as it is or can be in those situations. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, good luck. Good luck. Um, and that's it this week. We run the, we've reached the R mark. Oh, good. Yeah, it's in. I had something I want to talk about, but... Just cover Matt's issues, I guess. Well, that's what I said. Ah, you go i I'm joking, I'm joking, um, <laughs> uh, Cool. So, what are you going to do for the rest of your day, Matt?
1: <clears throat> I've got busy... I've got, I'm working six days next week, and so I just need to relax and rest. Um, Watching TV. Nothing crazy. Mm. I've done my cooking for the week. Nice. I've done my house chores. Nice. I bought this basket. I thought it was a full washing basket. Look at the size of that thing. Jesus Christ! I wouldn't even get one of your jeans in there. Yeah, you know I mean, losing um. I mean, some weight. <laughs> um, but I was like, "What is this?" It's on Amazon, so yeah. that's your
0: wash wash basket there no? No, that's just like a basket my mom gave me, but it's too. That's a wash basket. Why don't you use that as a wash basket? This massive, big basket you have in your room. <laughs> it doesn't have any handles. That looks like a, sh- that looks like a shopping basket. It looks like a shopping basket. It is
1: because that's my dump basket, so I don't dump things on the floor. I dump it there. So a bin? No, I, I need a bin. <sighs> ah, that's why I'm in on Amazon. Not to get this stupid basket. To get a bin
0: as well. That's what I actually yeah. went there to get. Okay. Yeah, well, what about you? Uh, I've done all my house chores. I don't have to prep any food. Chill. Get ready for the week ahead. We'll hopefully pub quiz in tomorrow night again. Hopefully. If I get away from working time. but well, thanks for listening,
1: everyone. Enjoy your weeks. Have a lovely week and enjoy the rain. Watch RuPaul's Drag Race. It'll
0: be good. Yeah. Vote something wrong if you yeah. vote, but we don't vote. We don't vote. <laughs> um, is it open for public vote? No, it's not. Open. No. They did it in April. Oh, okay. Um, what was I going to say? You're on holiday soon. Two weeks. Um, Orlando,
1: Florida. Orlando. Yeah. I'm going to go to the theme parks. Man. I'm really looking forward to it. Yep. And then I'm away in November. For a long weekend, yeah, that's not really a holiday. It's not the same. You're going back home as well. I no, know, you know. I'm you're... going Dublin. And... Yeah, yeah, the same thing. Not... nowhere near as exciting. Uh, excuse me. Excuse, excuse me, you? me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, you.
1: Excuse who? We. <laughs>
0: All right. Bye bye, everyone. Bye bye.